0: Support Wrestle Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London,
1: the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by El Fekador Laurie. Hey mate, Hey mate, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you, how are you? Pretty, pretty good man, I went to the cinema last night Yes I went to go see Mary Queen of Scots Oh, we marry Aye, we marry Aye, we Um Not my choice No it was Very much my wife's choice mm. um, and Aren't men rubbish, the film <laughs> <laughs> Aren't men naff It was very much okay, she likes her period drama, she likes her mm. historical movies uh, Not for me um, no. I, but it, you know the film is good. Have you seen The Favorite? No, I've not. No, that I re- would
0: have you would have enjoyed that more. I think
1: I would have done as well. <laughs> I'm going to suggest we because like, we walked past a poster for it mm. at our local World of Cine, mm. and she was. Uh, and my wife said, oh, "I want to see that," and I was like, "Well, so do I. Why are we watching that? Yeah, why and, are we watching of Scots Which is good. Like Sersha Ronan's performance is very, very good. Mm. Margot Robbie, like everyone in the performance, is, like in the film, is very good. Costumes are all fine and everything like that." i'm i was fine I, like, but they I'm, took that costume department ages like
0: absolutely <laughs> ages they're like the most intricate costumes in film at the moment
1: you're like yeah fine it's it, they they're grand <laughs> yeah. um but i am i mean i'm a bit of a thicker as a, at the best of times mm. i wasn't the most academic child either <laughs> and history was not one of my strong suits even though i did it at gcse where i mm. got a d I might have got a B actually.
0: So you can't even remember this history. Your no, own, right. You can't, I can't even remember, remember my own Luke can't even remember his personal history. I let got alone f- got what d- happened in the country.
1: I got four Bs and I got that was drama, German, English lit, and maths. So yeah, it was a mm. D then. So it, it was, was, was actually th- three Bs and a B. <laughs> <laughs> ah B. Yeah, and I got I got four Bs, one C, three Ds, and a U. <laughs> That's my that was my GCSE results. Um, and uh, so history was never really my strong suit and like the opening of the film is just this black screen with white text on it to kind of Mm. like tell you who your sort of your three main players are and it came up first and it was talking about Mary as a Catholic
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I was like cool I need to remember that that Mary is a Catholic I'd imagine that's probably going to be very important but because of that I then didn't read the rest of it by the time I got to it the text disappeared and the next bit came up and I was like oh no Elizabeth Protestant Yes, well, that was the third bit. Because her father founded the
0: Church of England. Yes, um, but it was just kind of hilarious. Because he wanted to have a new wife.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, he was a lad, wasn't <laughs> he, he was Henry VIII? What a, a lad! lad. I always find it funny how he's always presented as the hero in most of the films that they yeah. make about him. Like, a horrible, horrible man. Yeah. And he's like, what a great guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, the Tudors, the TV series, just presented him as Top Shagger. That was <laughs> uh, that was their, like, <laughs> that's how they cast him. Yeah,
1: but, like, so that first bit of tech disappeared, mm. and I was like, we're ten seconds and I'm already lost. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what this film is about. Mm. And I, during the film, I said this to my wife afterwards, I felt like someone who had gone to watch Infinity War without watching any of the MCU movies that have preceded it. Yeah. And that movie really is structurally bad in the sense that it doesn't take the time to explain to you, here are these characters. No. Here are the why these characters are the way they are. Here is why this story is happening. There was like one scene where they were like, here are the Infinity Stones. Where you got Wong very quickly explaining, here's what the Infinity Stones are. Mm-hmm. If you are a newcomer to the MCU... But the, fi- the film... Does that on purpose. The film is say it like we imagine the people who will come to see this films already know what's going on. Yeah. We haven't got time to sit around and explain this. We've got fifty thousand characters to yeah, put in yeah. this film and that's fine that's the luxury of being that film though, exactly you're 20 films in at this point mm. or like 19 films or whatever it was so we've got to we've got to rattle things across we're going to assume you're all caught mm. up I felt at times Mary Queen of Scots assumed that I knew what was going on <laughs> and who these people were there was a point the difference is though the difference is they don't teach
0: Marvel at school well Luke. maybe they should I would, I would have done <laughs> better at my GCSEs. I can yeah. tell you that
1: much <laughs> <laughs> if they would have like, tell Let me, me the tell history. you
0: about the Nova Force. <laughs> if
1: they'd have said, write a paper on the Infinity Gauntlet, I'd be like, I can do this. <laughs> I can write that down. Um, there was a point when Elizabeth, when Mar- Margot Robbie said, I'm nothing like my father. And I was like, oh, yeah, her dad's Henry VIII, isn't he? And I was like, <laughs> it took me <laughs> became uh, very eastenders
0: for you at that point
1: and i'll be honest that was about two hours into the movie <laughs> i was like oh yeah and she didn't have any ge- i remember oh, this now i remember she said
0: she was married to a country that's right yeah
1: i suddenly remember i remembered a history lesson mm. all of a sudden something popped into my head and i was like i remember that now yeah well there you go so it was good uh yeah, yeah i was, uh, was okay i sort of didn't understand my wife uh, said she would have given it four stars, uh, mm-hmm. but me being a bit of a thicko, I gave it two and a half. <laughs> uh, but that's not, certainly not a slight on the film. No, it's I'm just, sure the film was fine. <laughs> the film's probably four stars, yeah. realistically. But I'm not very smart. No. It was
0: basically like watching a Rubik's Cube for Luke. You just had no <laughs> idea what was going on.
1: No, but I enjoyed it. I, there were some bits I thought were generally good. But, biggest complaint, it's too long. Good crikey. It's only two hours, Mate, but. Oscar it season in it. Oh, do you know what? The trailers that came on beforehand all felt like a studio sat down and be like, right, let's make some Oscar films then. Yeah. To, it's time
0: to make our Oscar base.: Well, that's why you have the really long films in this season is because you have to bore people to the point where they feel like it was probably important and they missed it. <laughs> so then they're like, it was brilliant.
1: Excellent. I'll vote for that. In um, another bit of uh, Luke's a bit of a thicko and doesn't really know a lot of things. They, um, they showed a trailer for, I'm going to have to Google this on air, I'm afraid. Um, because it's actually a film I really want to see.
0: Mm. Um, Give me a description.
1: But it's it's a film about um, Ruth badger Ginsburg, mm-hmm. the uh, the lawyer who kind of like you know discovered that there's lots of antiquated laws about uh, women and they you know they are the properties and things like that. They can't do certain things, and she was the woman who was kind of like spearheading all this change. Mm-hmm. The trailer looks brilliant. Like it looks like a really really good film, and they just keep calling her Ruth throughout the movie, or throughout the trailer rather. When we got home, we were talking about it, and I was talking about like, oh, I really want to see that movie because like I-, I think that's going to be a really fun story to tell. And I called her Ruth Powers, mm. and my wife went, "Who?" And I was like, "Ruth Powers—that's her name, isn't it? Ruth Powers?" And she was like, "No, it's Ruth Badger Ginsburg." And I was like, "Where have I got Ruth Powers from?" <laughs> and Kate was, uh, my wife looked at me and was like, "I've no idea who is Ruth Powers." And I was racking my brain, going like. Is she an important figure in history that I've just misappropriated here? Is she a comic book character that I've just, like, uh, to me ages. I Googled it in the end. She's a Simpsons character. Right. She's the Simpsons character who becomes best friends with Marge. The Uh, one with, like, their hair tied up.
0: And I was like... I was about to say it was like the Simpsons, where he becomes Max max Power.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ruth Powers... woman with
0: a name you love to touch.
1: Bart falls in love with her daughter. That's Ruth Powers. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. you know, from that one episode. Yes. She, and then Laura Powers is her, her daughter. And I suddenly thought to myself. This is the man I am At <laughs> 33 I just thought, yeah, Ruth Powers That's her name You can only, Powers, you can only
0: process things through geek culture
1: If it's a Simpsons character yeah. I can recognise that name She featured in one episode yeah. But that is a name that stuck with me <laughs> That I remember Mary Queen of Scots, not a Scooby-Doo <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, shall we talk about NXT? Yeah, let's do um, it because did you go to the cinema this week? Did you, what did you go see recently? Uh,
0: the last thing I saw in the cinema was The Favorite. Which you really enjoyed, right? Which I really, really enjoyed. I think it's a brilliant film. Yeah. Um, with Olivia Colman Yeah, and it is a, a much more entertaining version of
1: history than I imagine history was. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're going to jump into the NXT review Talking about, speaking of women in power uh, Kairi Sen and Io Shirai How the Sky Pirates should really be part of this Elimination Chamber match And why they should probably be... Well, you know, you're, you're here Anyway, here's the show Dig, dig, diggity, dig diggity doll. I, Where? I mean, yeah, it's a, a post takeover show, so yeah,
0: not a lot happens So all the stuff's recorded in mm. advance. We went back through a lot of takeovers. Oh, well. we oh, didn't yeah. we just? So remember a-
1: that? Remember? Remember takeover? It was so long ago, man. So no storylines were advanced. No. Um, I mean, I suppose you could argue that the street prophet's forgotten son storyline was advanced. Was
0: that a? St- is that it a
1: storyline? Was going to be my follow-up question. Yeah. Is it a storyline? No, it's, a, it's like it's wrestling non sequitur. It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> So we No thought, relation to anything So we thought we would talk about the, uh, the women's tag team title Elimination Chamber match That's mm-hmm. happening at Elimination Chamber in three weeks time Two weeks time, in fact, actually I think Yeah, it's February, surprising February 17th is happening So we're not too far off from Elimination Chamber It's like October, November all over again When yeah. there were just all those WWE shows happening at once Yeah, there was a lot
0: of uh, watching wrestling yeah. on a Sunday night right? Yeah, tell me about oh, it Oh, God
1: uh, so, the original report with the NXT, NXT, with the WWE Women's Tag Team titles, <clears throat> this, and this is not from like Meltzer or Wade Keller or Mike Johnson, this was from Becky Lynch. She was the one who was pitching to WWE about doing Women's Tag Team titles. It was in that period of time where Becky wasn't having storylines, mm-hmm. so I think she was just pitching them so she could have a storylines. Yeah, line. she's coming up with anything. <laughs> Pretty much, she <laughs> yeah. was just going to give me something to do. <laughs> oh, God.
0: No, apparently. that's why she tried to change gender She's trying <laughs> to get into a roster where they've got something
1: for her where they can actually have multiple storylines <laughs> yeah. so her pitch was that the tag titles would there would be one set of belts but they would be defended across raw smackdown nxt and nxt uk mm-hmm. because i i'd imagine her argument which is a pretty much a correct argument is that the roster depth of raw and smackdown in the women's side is is barely strong enough to hold a women's division for a championship, let alone yeah. also a tag team championship. It's not
0: big enough for a rumble, is it? so <laughs> well, you know, no, no, no. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's the, it's, that was. It's, it's a brilliant idea as well. Like, because actually, I think the point has been proven recently by some of these old stars or people from other brands going down to NXT. We've had Tony niece we've had Tyler Breeze. You get a big pop when people from elsewhere turn up, same as in same as in the, both the Rumbles this year when people from NXT showed up in the men's and the women's Rumble. They get a big pop. People who know who they are get really excited. It was there was a point in the men's Rumble where I was just like, I cannot believe all these people are in the ring together. You've got Pete Dunne, Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano. I don't think they shared the ring particularly, but those two and then a bunch, a bunch of other guys. I was like, I cannot believe this is the people who are in the ring right now. This oh, yeah. is so cool. Such such an amazing roster. Yeah, but once you do that if you've got the option to do that why wouldn't you like especially when yeah you're going to be stretching the rosters very thin anyway if these belts were only on raw and smackdown so having nxt having nxt uk involved gives you the opportunity to showcase new stars hopefully push people to brands they aren't already watching but also gives the people who already watch those brands this little like warm feeling when they turn up like you know if, if God forbid they made if they made friends Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley and they formed a tag team and they showed up, like you'd be like, Oh, I'm like, you know, yeah. or Ginny puts the sort of uh, the house the of cure yeah, back yeah, together, yeah, so like, yeah, you know, that that sort of stuff. If they all turn up and do that, you're just going to be like, Oh, I'm buzzed for this, like because it's just better than seeing the same four women who are in the tag teams, the dedicated tag teams on Raw, yeah. go at it again.
1: Well, and the point really of the lack of depth was proven on SmackDown <clears> this week, whereas on Raw. And you're going to get this next week on Raw as well. You had qualifying matches. You had Tamina and Ajax versus Bliss and Mickey James. Both of those teams, you could argue, probably should have been in the chamber. Particularly like Bliss and James, you could easily make the argument mm-hmm. for. Not so much with um, Dana Brooke and Natalia, like the Franken team of that. And next mm. week you got the other Franken team. I think that was Fox just because and... they
0: both had pleather gear. Like That was just—it was just like <laughs> you've got sort of latexy y yeah. vibe.
1: And unfortunately, Ember Moon is injured, mm-hmm. um, and by the looks of things, she's going to be out for a stretch of time—a long stretch of time. So. Bummer for an Ember Moon. What an what a NXT call-up she's had.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, actually, it could be a blessing in disguise in the sense that, like, no one wants to get injured. But a little bit of time away from the division means that she can come back to WWE in a post-WrestleMania world, mm-hmm. where that seems to be all we're building to now. Both divisions are being swallowed up by this story. And it's a great story. We need to tell it. But, like, they're getting swallowed up by the Becky-Ronda thing. Yeah. And that whole build for that. So... Coming back after that's probably much better for her, I Could imagine. very well be,
1: yeah. I mean, she did. She would have just been part of the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal on the pre-show anyway. Cool. Cool. But, um, yeah, so you had these qualifying matches on Raw, but on SmackDown, you just had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville go, we're in. Yeah. And everyone went, cool. Us, guys. That's fine, I guess. Yeah. Because on the SmackDown side of things, there. are there's no one else. Like, no. they couldn't have qualifying matches because they need two other teams to go mm. in there. So you've got... Mandy all Rose. had a
0: competition. SmackDown had a raffle. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And it wasn't really a raffle. No. Like, it was a raffle where there were five prizes and five tickets. <laughs> 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 so, like, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville have announced themselves in. I'd imagine next week the Iconics will do so. And then you've got one more slot, which I guess... Would, I would have initially said it was Lana and Carmella... Or Lana and Naomi, but Lana's heel now, so I guess it'll be Naomi and Carmella. Hmm. I guess. Because Nikki Cross and Alicia... It can't be Nikki Cross, because she's teaming with Alicia Fox on Raw. They're not winning, because no. it's got to be Banks and Bailey going in. Well, surely. unless they're taking
0: four... They, have they definitely said that it's half and half? Or is it going to be four Raw teams and two SmackDown teams? But then
1: who's the other team going to be? If it's, it's going to be four from Raw, I don't think there's another team that you can make. No, I don't know. But this is, this is, th- this is the kind <laughs> of the point this that we were making. We need, <laughs> this is why we need other people. Exactly, but if you stretched it out... You look at NXT this week, and you've got this team, this already-made team of Shirai and Sane. I wouldn't say put Shafir and Duke in there, because... No. It, uh, the they, green. they Exactly. Bit of green, probably could do it some time. Shirai and Sane, though, it's not like, all. Oh, they're a bit green. Don't think they've been wrestling for very long. No, they've been doing this for years. Like, yeah. they're ver- they're already made. Mm. So you can put the Sky Pirates in there. Brilliant name, by also the way. A bit wicked Basically, life. like, okay, so cool, your gimmick is your Skies of Arcadia. That's yeah, fine yeah. with me. You are super anime. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that is a team that you could have put in there. And granted, like, the main roster watching, just, you know, regular Joe audience are not going to know them. Mm. But then... And I've never understood this argument. It's the, the, the Vince argument that you have with this recent batch of NXT call-ups, which is, well, they don't know who they are. Or, like, the, the regular audience don't know who Heavy Machinery are. They don't do know who Nicky Cross is. Yeah. They don't know who EC3 is. So we've got a feature in them in these backstage segments so people recognize them. It's like, that's everyone. Yeah. Like, if you bring in someone new the main people are not like your, your main roster audience is not going to know who they are Wait, what's so that? just feature them in matches <laughs> do you think that
0: was like long term booking though when like you know like Ty Dillinger was in that backstage segment uh, years ago getting super kicked by Shawn Michaels <laughs> do, do you think that was just because of that Vince was like, down the line, people will know who he is. Exactly, like, yeah. People remember, he was the aide. That's right, when he got that pop yeah. when he came no. out, that's because
1: yeah. of that no. backstage No, segment. because it's
0: the opposite, because you wanted people to forget that he wasn't backstage staff, he's a wrestler.
1: Exactly. Like, oh. Anyone who comes in from NXT, your, your Joe Schmo audience is mm. not going to know who these people are, so the argument, oh, you've got to feature them in mm. backstage segments, doesn't hold any water. Mm. So just putting them in matches, featuring them in matches, like you said then, of like, putting them out on Raw for a showing, yeah, Probably, you know, ninety percent of the people in the arena are not going to know Hussein and Shirai are. Yeah, that, and that, that and that's fair enough. Ninety like percent people don't, don't know who Jobby McJoberson are, like half well, the time. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't yeah. like
0: if you're just jobbing someone out,
1: make it someone who people might know. Well, and I might, at least they, and then they've seen them, they might do some things that people go, oh, that's cool. What's going to say? That's my argument is that, yeah, Shirai and uh, and Kyrie Sane are not going to be known by ninety percent of the no. people who are in a building in you know Bumble f word tennessee or whatever but that's a real place <laughs> as far as i'm aware um so if you but if you feature them on raw and they have a good showing it's not a main roster call up but they just have a match for the sma- yeah. for the tag team championships and it's a really really great match and people go like wow they're pretty cool yeah they go back to nxt people will then know them when they get called up eventually yeah. oh that's the team that had that brilliant match so you featured them before they get their call up yeah. So you don't have to do this thing Where it's like Well now we've got to work out How we're going to debut them And feature them in a big way Well, the But the logic here is like It
0: makes perfect sense as well Because you, yeah sure Don't debut them in this match Like to get them out there If it is a one on one scenario Like you don't Ty Dillinger shouldn't have Walked onto Raw When he was still in NXT And just had a match Against AJ Styles mm. You know just as like Oh it's a Ty Dillinger Like you should You should just do Like trying to put them in these matches where there are multiple teams needed. And the Elimination Chamber is a great idea for that. Like, having them appear in the Rumble, that's a main roster show. Mm -hmm. Having people turn up from the NXT into the Rumble, people go, well, that's a nice little debut for them. They've already both been in the Rumble, these two, as well. So, like, the Elimination Chamber is a perfect place to have them. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just going to have some, I mean, sorry to say, fairly unexciting teams in some of the chambers. So, it's like, there's going to be a point in that match where there are... you know,
1: chamber's full. The the lights are going. You're like, I don't care who comes out. Yeah, it is pretty uninspiring, really, because like it's. <coughs> I think Bailey and Banks, when they qualify next week, they're going to be the first ones that feel like legit stars going in. Mm. Well, and it also it just and then it just feels
0: a bit like a foregone con- me, and it yeah. feels a tiny bit like a foregone conclusion, and doesn't it as well that like you know they're either going to put the belts on Nair and Tamina mm. because they love the heat that Naya's is getting, or they're going to put it on Banks and Bailey to hopefully still build into this horsewomen feud eventually if that ever happens. It or. could be
1: Iconics. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or the other team that gets in But it's,
0: this is the same problem that the Rumble suffered from to a degree. It's like, the Rumble struggled because it was like loaded with big stars but towards the end of the match. So like, there was a bit in the middle where you were just like, oh. <laughs> like yeah. and there were just people coming out and you're just like mm,
1: like... Yeah, I mean, I, we, I said in, my, in the review episode that we did for the Royal Rumble, mm. I thought the first half of the Women's Royal Rumble was very, very bad. Yes. Because it was just lots of women going in there and messing up spots one after the other. But then, about the halfway point, all of a sudden it got really, really great. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I thought the ending was so, so good that I thought it should have ended the show. Yes. I, I, I still argue that that Royal Rumble should have gone on last. If Becky was winning it should have gone on last. Yes, yeah, Absolutely it. should have well, gone just
0: on I think also just to remove itself far enough from like down the line of like, it just felt like she'd just gone away and come back and was like, well, now I win the match. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it could yeah. have been the final thing.
1: So I, I would make the argument, certainly that, that Io Shirai and Kari saying, the Sky Pirates, mm. I think they should have been in the Elimination Chamber. And I do think that the idea of having these titles defended across raw smackdown nxt and nxt uk is a much better idea you're gonna not Dilute all of the teams so quickly and mm-hmm. all of the potential feuds so quickly there is uh, there's breadth for Bailey and Banks are they the champions to go to NXT to go to like for a you know for a taping schedule It's only which one people day
0: people would go nuts it's, only, it's, 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 a, it's a
1: day like it's not big yeah and you know or to go over to an NXT UK taping or something like that Which would feel like a really big deal mm. and I've, I feel like I'm a broken record when I say this and I say it time and time again it might make people subscribe to the network, <coughs> I which I know. think, I don't know if it's the case, but I'm pretty sure that's the point. Mm. I'm pretty sure the point of having the network is so wrestling fans subscribe to it. Yeah. I don't have their business plan, but I'd imagine there's probably a paragraph in there that says, this is our aim. Well, especially when you're not putting Raw and Smackdown on there, like, on time. Well, they, they can't. That, yeah. That's a contractual thing. But
0: that's what I mean. If you're not putting Raw and SmackDown on the network on time, there is not really a much other selling point to it beyond like, <laughs> well, if you views. see this person here, yeah, you get the pay-per-views. But then it's like, you see this person here, do you want to see more of them? Go to here and watch these wicked matches. Like, It it you, makes sense. It's, it's advertising for a thing that's quite hard to advertise for realistically. Yeah. So
1: Someone did make a comment uh, on one of our videos we did. I can't remember what it was. We were, we were talking about the, the idea of, featuring NXT and NXT UK mm. more on Raw and SmackDown brands to try and push people to the network. And they made the point that perhaps it's a USA network thing. Like contractually, they're not. They're only, there was only a certain amount of time you're allowed to push the network True. because we don't want pe- you don't want to be driving people away from USA to watch mm. the network. Which I kind of... But perhaps that's the case. I don't know. Mm. It makes sense, I suppose, to a degree. But uh, at the same time, I, I just think there is a way to do this... Of being able to feature nxt stars like the sky pirates Mm. in this sort of tag team tournament thing or this tag team elimination whatever just to kind of like make nxt feel like a big deal make these tag titles feel like a big deal because it's exciting yeah and and you know I, i just think it would have been a really smart play for them to be in the tournament well do you know what like
0: if there's if there's this this you know you're not supposed to on usa push people towards the network or whatever fine have them appear don't say they're from NXT on the commentary. <laughs> yeah. But when you put the clip on YouTube, put a slate at the end that says you can see more of these people mm-hmm. in NXT. Yep. Tweet it out. Like, USA doesn't control the Twitter and the YouTube of WWE. Very That's true, their yeah. own thing. Yeah. So like there's so much you can do around this where you could where you could potentially push this stuff. It doesn't just have to be like Michael Cole going. These people are from NXT, and yeah. you can subscribe to the WWE network, and it's it costs
1: free for the first month. It's free for the first month, but
0: then it's this exact amount the month after, and if you, you have to yeah. have a direct debit and
1: <laughs> sign up on this page. Yeah. www. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there, if there is a thing. It makes it sort of makes sense, I suppose, but I don't know for certain. Uh, dig, dig, diggity, dig, diggity
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Now let's do some $25 shout outs. Um, are you able to see I can see here? that. Um, okay, so first up, it's Richard Storm. Yes! Yay. Yay! You can tell I've been playing WrestleMania. <laughs> that came to my
0: head. Better than Road Dog. Jesse James. Here he
1: is. Of course he is. Yo, Adrian! Rocky. Yes.
0: No sir, Just Rocky. That's what he's got. Naughty. Nathan Lamont Collins. Oh, naughty! Naughty! Oh, so naughty. Treaker.
1: He quit the band. Mike, Solo Man.
0: Ah, it's more like gone the with hands, Mike. Hand, Mike, Solomon. Could very well be Solomon, but she it... should be so lucky, Kylie Downey.
1: Yes, yes, good work. What a great song as well. Uh, is it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, it is. Fine. It just reminds me of being a kid. Like, because my cousin uh, Alison had it on cassette. Mm. And I used to borrow it off of her because it was a brilliant song. Anyway, uh, Sean of the Dead Peril. Yes. Great film. Ooh, the real boss, Matt Robinson. Oh, he's a boss, all right. He's a boss. Welcome back. We haven't seen this name in a while. Alex weighs a fen ton. Yes, Alex. <laughs> good to have you back man labored puns (laughs) join him how do you say that surname well i would say it's john iowa but it's not iowa as in like the slipknot album
0: join him john iowa (laughs) 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 Wait. phonetic
1: spellings is what we need because we're terrible (laughs) because we're rubbish we're rubbish marky mark and the buncy bunch (laughs) God. <laughs> yes, I get it. I, well, I his name is most likely Mark Bunce Yeah, but my pun works better if it's Bunty. Ah. So
0: if
1: it's Marky Mark and the Buncy Bunch.
0: The Rocket Dan Vanskeller. Oh, Dan Sky Great that name. That is a cool name. name. And
1: if you want to talk about cool names. The the Ninjetic Pirate Megan. Oh, Whoa. Ninjetic Pirate! Was that that oh. was a
0: that was a self choice, I assume? Yes. Yes. yes
1: oh, please. mate! Excellent work. <laughs> get dig, it big it so this was the post Takeover Phoenix show. They taped two matches before Takeover Phoenix, which are the matches that we got here. And the first of those was Io Shirai and Karisane versus Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke Sky Pirates versus
0: Horse Women.
1: Oh, Sky Pirates is such it's a like, great it's name. like it's like of
0: Starlight, isn't it? <laughs> Stardust, sorry, St- yeah. it's like a Stardust thing. This I
1: love the name Sky mm, Pirates.
0: I mean, it's really good. It, it really was works, only so. really
1: Ma- like Mara Romero that was saying it though. Like he'd come up with it himself and was trying to. get it over but hey it worked i think it's a great name it's really good and i
0: mean they're great as a tag team yeah so good so we've seen them in a
1: couple of tag matches so far well so we said this last week that they have tagged on nxt before but Mm. someone very correctly pointed out that we made a mistake there it wasn't seen and shirai it was shirai it was shirai and and kota kai Kai that did the tag match fine yeah and as soon as someone said that i was like Oh, oh, yeah, of course yeah. it was. Because yeah. for some reason
0: they were making them best friends and then they went you know. Before, before uh, Dakota Kai got injured. Yes, and so Kairi Sane
1: came back. Which yeah. totally makes sense. I don't know why we didn't pick up on this because mm. Kairi Sane literally was coming back. They could have been we- the Kai Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> As a trio, right? <laughs> yeah. Um,. That's another tag team, Team Kick, when they're, mm-hmm. when they're both sort of uh, fit and healthy again. So, yeah, that was a mistake on our part. Fair. Um, so, yeah, so this was, I think... So they've tagged once before. So I think, yeah, this was, might be their first tag match on NXT mm-hmm. um, as Sane and Shirai. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's the case. If we're wrong, there'll no, be someone... we've if-
0: seen the... They have had one... So they had what? No, we were saying because they had a match, and that we were saying they'd had a match before, and they were saying during the commentary of that. Yeah. So they've had one singular match before, and this is their second
1: match as a tag team. Is that the case? I think. I don't I know. Th- I don't know. When people say, like, you guys are really, idiots, you don't remember anything, we're not going to Google things on air. If we mm. can't remember it, I'm not, like, we're making this up as we go along. <laughs> um, <so laughs> I've watched it. I just, yeah. I watch a lot of wrestling. Exactly. It just it goes out your mind. It's not that important. Anyway, um, I thought this was a lot of fun, though. Mm. Basically because... The Sky Pirates are so good, and Duke and Shafir are such great heels to go up against for them. Mm. And never is that more, like, just visually personified than when Kyrie Sane, Jessamine Duke gets in there and goes to do the test of strength. So she's doing the hand thing, Sane is doing the hand thing as well, and then Duke just keeps lifting her hand up and up and up and up, and then Kyrie Sane gets a point was like, oh no, you're a foot taller than yeah, I am. You're really tall. And it's just a brilliant bit of heel work mm. by Duke to be like, oh you're so small and mm. I've just shown you how small you are well, it's, much, it's a much
0: uh, more subtle way of doing it than <laughs> uh, the big Cass idea which is like <laughs> you are small here I is a dwarf big. dressed as you
1: yeah so I thought this was a, a lot of fun and um, working over EO, Sane gets the hot tag they do this amazing pop up elbow drop which I yes. thought was really really wicked and then the insane elbow by Kyrie Sane for the win great stuff I, re- I really like this match actually I was I was
0: not very confident going because I didn't think Duke and Shafir had a particularly strong showing the last time we saw them. But actually, I think they're improving quite rapidly. Shirai is crazy. She The stuff she can do is wicked. And the speed with which yeah, she does it absolutely. is she does the, she does running knees better than Andrade Almas. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. just Andrade now. Uh, sorry. Sorry, I mi- <laughs> I misspoke. It's just Andrade. But yeah, she does the running knees, like, viciously. They mm. are... Really impressive. Uh, Shafia, I thought here, did sort of like, um, she did very like brutal work, I thought. And it looked really good. Like her takedowns were just very like forceful of just like, yeah. you go down now. Like, yeah, it yeah. just Grab me like, by the arm and just force it. It really down. felt like it wasn't like, um, that it didn't have that same sort of like uh, balletic movement of wrestling sometimes has where it's very yeah. much like we are doing a lift and then we're going to plant you. It, it felt very yeah. powerful. I liked that a lot.
1: Yeah, and I was a big fan of Jessamine Duke in mm. this match as well. They did sort of like a yay-boo spot, but it was all about sort of ground and pounds. Mm. So when Duke was on top, she was doing like MMA-style punches. Yes. But then Kyrie Sane would get up on top and do pro wrestling slaps like, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that was really good. I thought good. it was a brilliant little spot. Yeah. I'm a, I am really am. I, I think that Duke and Shafir have got so much upside mm-hmm. in NXT. So, so much upside. I, I'm I'm really really high on Jessamyn Duke at the moment. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite part. Marina Shafir's got that sort of Roderick Strong, Kylo Riley, Bobby Fish, mouthy on the outside act mm-hmm. down pat, down perfectly. Yeah. But I'm really starting to dig um, Duke's in ring work. Yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm
0: excited to see more from them. I think it's interesting that they're positioning them though as like currently they're just losers. Like yeah. oh it, yeah, yeah. Cannot, like, yeah. cannot like, win, cannot win to save. It's, the it's, life. Yeah, but they can't win. They can't interfere to save the Like the last, you know, they had that big interference in the Kyrie Sane match, but other than that their interference is a bit naff like Bianca Belair was just like nah mate like,
1: it still worked though didn't it yeah, the one.
0: yeah well I don't think that was because of that I think that was because Bianca Belair missed that 450
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that was off the distraction it said. wasn't off the distraction <laughs> because they were dealing Yeah, she, that was was dealing. It. she was
0: processing a lot of emotion she it's got like, up there and she was like man there's like three people here now if it
1: hadn't been for Duke and Shafir she'd have had more time to go up top and hit the move earlier nonsense mate nonsense hey do you like video recaps I love video <laughs> recaps give me at least five yep well the, okay so we've got video recap of Ricochet and Gargano. Gargano did a promo mm-hmm. after the match uh, saying he would uh, promise he would deliver a match of the night and he delivered and he loves winning a title. We then got sorry, did you have something to add? No, no, no. no. We had a video recap of Baszler versus Bel Air. Um, uh, afterwards, Belair cut a promo saying that one day she will take the title away from Shayna and then cut a promo on Sam Roberts.
0: She said that undefeated isn't a record. It is a mindset, so she is still... No, no, it's literally a record. Yeah. Undefeated.
1: It is quite... The definition yeah. is it's a record. I, yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> you haven't I lost. think this was silly. The definition of undefeated is you have not This lost. was the time
0: for a new catchphrase, <laughs> Bianca.
1: You've had ages to <laughs> you, Yeah. You, I almost... I am certain as well, this was the only <sighs> interview that was recorded before the match had even happened mm. because Bel Air looked as fresh as a daisy. Yeah. It could just be that she is a freak athlete, mm. but she, there wasn't a hair out of place... She looked so fresh. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. To tons if it of it.
0: yeah, but um, imagine the amount of hairspray she's using to get that hair like that. It's <laughs> Perhaps, just, yeah, yeah. Tons.
1: Uh, we then got a video recap of War Raiders beating the Undisputed Era. They said that the uh, their era is over. The War Raiders reign starts now. Rose a very good promo. Video recap of Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ohno. Then Riddle then cut a promo saying that he made him give up and he'll do it to anyone else, while also still sounding like a bro. So it oh, sounds I, it's the least threatening
0: threat. But I've, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love
0: Matt Riddle. I really like him, but I just, sometimes when he's just like, I made him tap out, man. I didn't it's tap like, out, bro. It's like you don't even care. It's like.
1: I think I think we said this before, but like he is like the real life Michelangelo. Mm. Or like, <laughs> yeah. Or Greg Sipes, the guy who, uh, I might be saying his name his surname wrong there, but Greg Sipes, who voiced Michelangelo in. Um, the 2012 iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I, th- I remember seeing that show for the first time and being like, that's the most perfect Michelangelo mm. voice I've ever heard. He's like if Paulie Shaw got really ripped, <laughs> is what he is. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. poor old Matt Riddle. <laughs> oh, Paulie Shaw's the worst I person. I know he is. Um, the weasel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's amazing. Oh, or Brendan f- Fraser from some of the movies <laughs> with Paulie say, Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You basically, be California yeah, Man just or Encino Man c- if yeah. you're an American viewer. I would say. Oh, my pancreas. <laughs> Encino Man slash California Man might be like top 20 films of all time for me. Might yeah. even be top 10. I love that movie so, so much. So terrible. It's, really, it's funny, though. It's Rad good. Racer. It's <laughs> such a great film. Oh, man. If that's on Netflix, I'm watching that later. Well, there you go. Uh, we then got a video recap of Alistair Black versus Tommaso Champer Paul Heyman tweeted out praise for mm. Alistair Black and Tommaso, Cham- uh, for Tommaso, Tommaso Champer for yeah. well basically it was only for Champer i misread my notes um the video recap on uh the twitter cha- uh, twitter twitter channel twitter I-, I know what social media is but though twitter on tumblr or something <laughs> The <laughs> Twitter feed for NXT posted up the Mara and Ella reactions and yep. they are it might be the best one yet mm. it's so great it's so so good as someone pointed out on Twitter because I, I said like this is so good and they messaged me back and it's completely right that yes this is funny but, man, this man's passion is so infectious. Like, mm. that's why he's such a good commentator. It's because he comes across as so passionate in those videos. Well, it videos. doesn't feel like he's acting. No. That's
0: what, that's what it feels like. It feels like he's actually reacting rather than going, like, well, they've told me to say this about this movie. Yeah. So it's not... Yeah,
1: it just... There's also a really hilarious moment from there. It's during the Alistair Black uh, triple... I keep saying triple moonsault, but the corner moonsault thing. Mm-hmm. The, the one that... Came, triangle uh, moonsault. The, yeah, triangle moonsault. Thank you. I knew it was a try word. Um, and he does that. And you've got... Mauro and Nigel McGuinness looking at it actually happening mm. and reacting to it and Percy Watson looking at his screen mm. because, and that's not a dig at Percy Watson, it's what they're told to do. Yep. Never watch the actual match that's happening in screen, front of yeah. you. Watch the screen because then you're commentating on what the audience is seeing, mm. which I think is stupid. Yeah, I think it's very stupid. They then show the footage from the post-Phoenix uh, showdown, which set up halftime heat, which <coughs> happens this coming Sunday, Sunday, because it's the Super Bowl. Or mm-hmm. they keep calling it the Big Game, Yeah, because they, they won't say Super Bowl in case people will watch the Super Bowl, I guess. The Super Showdown Bowl. They just keep calling it the Big Game. Mm, the gigantic <laughs> match. <laughs> the match that everyone is talking about <laughs> to determine the best football team <laughs> in, in the, the world. world. And then we got a video recap of NXT stars in the Royal Rumble and an announcement that Johnny Gargano will be on TV next week. Would you like a match?
0: I'd love one. Yeah,
1: we got one then. Um, it's incredible how this NXT had just two matches on it and it was, you know, in, just recap after recap, mm. and yet felt it had, like it had more wrestling than SmackDown did. Yeah. Yeah. SmackDown this week was a very very talky show. Go on, it just Ooh. talky, talky.
0: Um,. So Everyone what? was tired, though. They'd just, they'd just been in a they rumble, just... man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they'd had, they, they at least had a day off. <laughs> I know, yeah. The stars of Raw literally went from Royal Rumble to doing that. Yeah, they're crazy Everyone on Raw else had a day just, off. They're crazy on Raw. Though, <laughs> well, they're, that's what they're just
0: mad for it, mate. Mad for it. <laughs>
1: well, they're proper stars. Yeah, you see? That's, that's why. That's why. why. Um, they get was, paid the big bucks. So we then had a match, uh, the main event match of the show, which was the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons. Poor old forgotten sons coming out here to absolute crickets. Yeah. Like it's it's. Bad. It, helps that
0: it doesn't help they've got the worst music <laughs> of all time.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: noise. Yeah, like it is real It I- sounds like a Nickelback B-side. It's just. It's oh, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Kroger listened to it and went, oh, "Not for me."
1: I I would say it sounds like a metal band made it, and they were like, oh, "That's crap. Let's never, let's <laughs> never release that yeah. ever." Um, it is bad music. Mm. It is particularly bad. The music. forgotten sounds is what it is. <laughs> terrible. Good work, mate. You were not a fan of the Street Profits gear, I, I've uh, heard. No, I thought these, <laughs> <laughs>
0: these these were bad singlets, weren't they? They came out, so they were wearing like they were wearing like regular gear from the waist down yeah. but then on the top they were both wearing singlets and I know Dawkins normally wears a singlet yeah. but Ford doesn't yeah he just wears
1: trousers to show off yeah. his incredible physique
0: but they both were wearing these little red singlets but they came up to like here and yeah. then they went in so they came up this far and then they went in and up but they just ended up sort of cupping their pecs yeah so the Braun Strowman effect where yeah. your little nipple falls out yeah and it was just it didn't look good Sp- specifically on Dawkins it didn't, it didn't look good on either of them because no. it looked yeah, it was very like a bathing suit kind of yeah. vibe rather than a <laughs> like a wrestling outfit. Yeah. It wasn't a tyre. Was.
1: No, and this match was not as good as the other tag match. No, no, but that big flip dive that Ford did. Mm. Oh my! I didn't. I thought some
0: of the like it, there was some nice offense here. The, the Forgotten Sons got in some cool moves. Like there was a lot of backbreakers. But they were good backbreakers. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of in like interesting stuff like that. I like their double stomp thing from the corner that they do. That's pretty cool. Uh Dawkins' hot tag was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought. That was but it wasn't as impressive as he normally is. It was more just sort of just running through them a few times, did a few moves, did a lot of picking them up and just chucking them. Yeah. Like that was that was a lot of his sort of offensive. Jessica you over there. Yeah. And I would have just liked to see maybe a bit more impressive stuff and then it just sort of ended didn't it
1: well i mean if you want to see that impressive stuff the the flip dive that that montez ford did and it's weird to think i I was thinking about this while i was brushing my teeth Mm. um that flip dives in wrestling these days Mm. these days are about as like they're, they're ten a penny yeah like they're basically the baron corbin headlock of like cruiserweight mm-hmm. matches like yeah. you you're, you're guaranteed to get one in like mm. any indie match you go and see
0: now you only judge it by whether they
1: land on their feet or not not just if they hit the move exactly flip dives ten a penny this flip dive though literally almost made me jump out of my seat mm. with like the, the leap that he has and the height that he got he flew with that move it was i think he took so like four, awesome. four i think he took four steps oh he just went God. step step, step. <laughs> So we were saying with um it's like in mario but he held down the button longer. <laughs> we were saying about the uh the hansen tope that he did mm. in the undisputed era match where he was in the middle of the ring and then he was on the outside <laughs> took a one step and then went and still flew like he was super watch this um i thought it was absolutely awesome mm. and the basically the end of the match saw riker knocked down ford riker wasn't a part of this match it was blake and the other one cutler that's the fella um and it was so it was for Jason Riker knocks down Montez Ford on the outside. And then they had a really well-shot stare-down. Mm. It's the loudest the crowd had been during this match, because not even a chant of Stay Forgotten picked up, because yeah. no one cares about the Forgotten Sons, bless their hearts.
0: And They're they- literally forgetting them as they speak.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's ironic that we keep forgetting What was that them.
0: Doctor Who villain? that was?
1: Oh, no, you're asking. I, I, uh, there I, was but- a
0: Doctor Who I one. Watch it. What are they call The Silence or something, I don't know. I don't something know, naff.
1: I, i've not i can count on one hand the amount of doctor who episodes i've seen mm. it was particularly since the relaunch like the the new bbc era when that baddie from thor the dark world was in it um, christopher eccleston that's the one yeah the baddie
0: <laughs> he's the it wasn't the name it wasn't the, the name of the the dark elf that he was playing
1: <laughs> Malachith. yeah Malachith the the accursed or something uh the baddie and um Christopher I Eccles. Mean, don't, don't blame me. <laughs> the baddie. It's the worst MCU movie. Mm. Like, um, oh, it is bad. Um, and it's still three stars. Anyway, so they had this stare down and the crowd actually kind of popped for this and mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool and they were just about to sort of walk around and clash with each other and then from out of nowhere Blake, do- uh, I imagine it was Blake Blake does this tope. I think, Blake, I think yeah. it was Blake Blake does this pay and stops the potential fight from happening which is a brilliant spot like mm. it was really well shot and then they get back in the ring and they hit their finisher which I've learned is called Memory Remains because they're forgotten you see mm. um, and they hit their which is like this sort of stomp out the corner thing into a reverse DDT uh, for the win. So Forgotten Sons pick up the win over the Street Profits. I didn't think it was a particularly great match. No. But, you know, it was a it's match. But
0: it seems like the feud is continuing, doesn't it? The feud must continue, Brilliant. I guess. I just... I, what I don't understand about the Street... Uh, sorry, the Forgotten Sons is... Why do they not put Riker in the ring? Because he's a single star. I know. But, like, why don't we, in these matches... Just put him on like put him as the second man, have him tag in halfway through and suddenly rip everyone apart. Like they just do more like because they clearly like him. Like that's yeah. a, I think that's the thing. They've clearly got the hots for him. Because they're just like whenever they whenever they come out, he and it's Blake and Cutler always doing the matches, but Riker's always the one centre of the <laughs> ring, staring the camera out, dead eyed. And the camera always focuses on him, and he is not the focus of any of their matches. Yeah. Just either push him as a single star with these two backing him up. Or put him in the matches because I just I'm bored of watching him just dead ice watch a match unemotionally like and he is the best of the three. Oh, he's the best of the three. It just it doesn't make any sense. Like they're not going to get over without more inclusion of Riker. That's a, a, a very very good point. Um, and maybe that's the I guess maybe that's the point. Maybe they're keeping him on the back burner and this is a way to feature him without you know this is yeah. the, people will know who he is if they see his face. <laughs> Of course they will, because it will haunt
1: your dreams. Pretty much does. Um, so that was this week's episode of NXT. Um, decent, I guess. It was... It, it, it was your post-TakeOver show. They're always the same. It's just lots of mm-hmm. video packages, but some fun matches, I guess. The opening match is very good. I would recommend going out your way to see that, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get out of here, we have got to do some Pledgehammer shoutouts uh, The last for this month. But... I think we should also talk about something we don't talk about a lot on this show. What's that? We watched something from NXT UK. We did! Because Volta, Volta. according to uh, WrestleTalk, the third best wrestler of 2018... Should have been number one, but apparently right. my opinion accounts for nowt because I kept saying he's the best. <laughs> yeah, but you, you didn't—you didn't explain why. You just said you just said he—he's the best—and
0: you were he's crying the-, the entire time. <laughs> he's just the best. I love him. He's the best. He's, best.
1: Best. he's the best. He is the best Leave Walter alone. Um, <laughs> I kind of—it was Hiroshi Tanahashi. Basically, Ollie said because none of us. Ollie were, just like, pulled rank. Ollie just pulled rank and was like, "I'm in charge here. it's We're putting Tanahashi at number one." Mm. Which is fair I can't we had At number two now mm. See we can't even we've kind of we re- thought about the list Really I, hard I can't even remember Our own things yeah. Let alone like matches That Kyrie Sane has had On NXT
0: I can't ever remember If you're Owen or Owens <laughs> You <laughs> Do you know I what think my, I've just been skewed by the internet, though. I think it's
1: just <laughs> my favorite thing. As the first, it wasn't the first time I met you. It was a couple, one of the first times you and I went away for mm. a weekend, and um, just together, you just, know, to, just together, casual. We went away with our group of friends, and my wife always called me by my surname, mm. and I always called her by her her maiden name. It's just how we've always referred to each other as. And she asked me once when I was going in, she's like, "Oh, Owen, can you grab me a drink?" And our friend Dan just went, "Oh my God, I've been calling him Luke this whole time." <laughs> <laughs> She's uh. like, no, 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 that is his name. His surname is Owen. <laughs> Bless Dan. Uh, anyway, so the Volta match. The yes. Volta debut. He he beat up this little lad, and mm. it was brilliant. Jake Star- Stars. Jack Stars. Jack, Jack, stars, Jack, Jack stars, something stars. like that. doesn't really matter what his name was, because his name has just been mm. chopped out of existence. You've seen Stars now. Yeah, You've exactly. Seen, yeah. It was a fun little squash match. Mm. Volta is great. Uh, I've had a few people that get in touch with me today. I think it's like It's their first experience Of seeing Volta Being like Oh is this the guy You've always been mm-hmm. talking about You're right His chops are loud Yeah And I was like There's that, that, only louder to come That mm. was almost like A muted Volta slap
0: Yeah this was This was just a, a taster Yeah But the Obviously they Like we were saying earlier They must have picked The palest guy They could find on the day Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Like because th- This Jack Star guy was He's very pale Mm and took one chop, and his whole chest lit up.
1: And it was like exploding. Yeah, all the veins it was like, it was like the top
0: of a traffic light had just gone full red. So I'm just thinking, is the feud from now on just going to be... Is it Aidan English next, Jack Gallagher after that? Yeah, shameless. We're just going to work through all the whitest people. Yeah, yeah, the great white. And then that's that's how you end up... <laughs> that's, how, that's the final <laughs> it's feud. It's like the, the, fight, the boss of the pale people.
1: It's going to hunt down the great thing The troglodyte know? king. <laughs> <laughs> so people ask us to talk about NXT UK... There you go. (laughs) Volta's on it now. I might watch it a bit more. Um, Even though the roster's really good. I just haven't got time to watch it. Got any big plans for the weekends? Uh, oh. Uh, so we're out for some drinks on Friday. Yes we are. We're out for drinks tomorrow because it was your birthday last on Sunday. This is
0: my belated birthday drinks yes. karate that I'm doing.
1: Yeah, because uh, we couldn't go out sh- last Friday, could we <laughs> I remember yeah. why we couldn't go out last Friday, but we couldn't go out for drinks then. Mm, I was off last Friday. Oh that's right, you yes. weren't here. That's exactly uh, yeah. what it is. Uh, so uh, we're going out this Sunday we're going out tomorrow night. Going out tomorrow
0: night. Uh, I have someone else's birthday party on Saturday that I will be going to. And then Sunday I'm going to a gig uh, that was one of my Christmas presents, so that's pretty good. What's the gig? Frank Turner. Frank Turner, who I enjoy the music of. Yeah. Uh, seeing him at Alexandra Palace, very uh, which nice. Which is a wonderful venue. At the Alley Palace. If you ever get to go, please yeah. do because it's it's great. It's nice. Venue. We, yeah, we used to go a lot when I was a kid um, to Alley Palace, and it was like it just felt like it was so far away. <laughs> 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 <It> just, <laughs> I'd travelling all the way across central to get there, and I was just like, oh my god, it feels so far. But then you get there and you turn up at this palace, and you're like. What? What? Where are we? Yeah. This isn't the Astoria <laughs>
1: Which is a, a long dead venue in London If you're yeah. younger than me <laughs> I was like um, Hammersmith Apollo is a venue I really like mm. With it's horrible slopey floors Yes um, and Brixton
0: Academy even worse than that like Oh super yeah slopey. that's a proper yeah. slopey
1: floor uh, And recently I actually I don't think I've been there before but I must have done Shepherd's Bush Empire mm. is a really nice venue Yes, I, I saw been John the Empire, Carpenter yeah. there last year it's a really nice place. Mm. Um, that's a sort of place where you can get good view wherever you are. Yeah.
0: The, uh, I mean, a lot of people of my age would probably say this, but the Astoria was the best venue in London. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe it closed. <laughs> like, I know, right? It makes everyone super cross. But, yeah, <laughs> it, what an amazing venue.
1: I'm pretty sure I saw CKY, the Astoria, mm. um, back in the day good venue mm. yeah great great venue. I saw lots of bands there when Yeah, I was a kid. god I can't remember because I, I, I'm not a, a, a local London boy mm. but I was only half an hour on the train from London if you got the fast train mm. an hour if you took the stopper um, so coming into London felt like a really really big deal mm. like that was a, the sort of thing you could only do every like not even every now and again it was like you could only go if there was a big big gig that you wanted to go to. Right, yeah. Or when we once went to HMV for a signing by the band Him. <laughs> because that's the Teenager I was. Oh, yeah. Um and I think we also came up for a um a Ban Margera signing as well. Mm. When they just released the uh they released the the Jackass trilogy box set. Not the the films, but they released the TV show right. as a box set. Ooh, cool. So Bam Margera was doing a signing at a HMV. I can't remember where it was. It, must been, it was probably in Oxford Circus. And we queued up for four hours mm. to meet Bam, and I got him to sign my CKY uh, volume one DVD, the original CKY one, which made me look like a proper mark. <laughs> because I was like, I'm not just going to take a jackass thing. I want him to, I want him to know... That i know his other projects i know perhaps, who he is i know man. where he came from before jackass listen so damn, I, damn i'm a big fan of your so work, i really need to like make sure we should clap we should clap, mate. To <laughs> make sure i take something that he knows <laughs> he knows now that i'm a fan before jackass yeah um and it worked i mean it didn't but um didn't, your best friends no it was best friends i did get my picture with him though and i got a kiss from his then girlfriend um jen god what was her name? It's jen something um because she was just sort of sat to the side and because I'm a fan of, of, of Margera before the uh, the Jackass days, I knew who she was because she was part of c k y two k. So I was able to go over there and say hello. Hey. Oh hey, hey Jen. Hi hey, hey, Jen. Jen. I know, so you're just sitting here, and no one's saying anything to you. So but I, I know who you are. I recognise who you are. Um, so yeah, it was good. Um, so yeah so we're going out for drinks tomorrow night. Mm. Now usually when we go out for drinks, we tend to go down to the Four Quarters, which the we four talk. Four Quarters. About, because it's a video game place. They Yum, just, they've got loads of consoles set up. You can just go there, and we played Smash Brothers a lot last time. Yeah. Melee, the best of the lot. The best of the lot. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, we had the bravery this time to be like, demand of them that they change the game <laughs> in the game. View. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and they just, in the end, they. Just just unlocked it and said yeah just go nuts like go you're nuts. not going to nick
1: the games so like, no.
0: who's going to nick a GameCube game in this day and age exactly someone
1: probably, probably not, yeah not me but we're in hackney so yeah you know, like it's a well,
0: nicer area isn't it yeah well, absolutely
1: everyone's wearing skinny jeans they I think it's the
0: time before we just played Immeasurable games of Double Dash, like it was <laughs> yeah. just cause that was the only thing plugged in. But so. I'm
1: pretty sure when we last went there and we played Double Dash for hours on end mm. and then ended up playing Pro Evo for a bit. Oh yeah, that, that, they was, didn't that have, was a great tournament that I won. That they didn't have Smash Brothers for the GameCube No, they
0: did. It was just in the box, but we never asked them to unlock the did thing they, and take it out. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought if I'd have noticed that,
1: I think I would have like. I think I said at
0: some point. I just think everyone was ever like, that. No, Mario Kart's great. I don't remember
1: that I did enjoy playing Mario Kart mm. because I haven't played Double Dash since it came out mm. so that was, that was good I feel
0: like the problem is you don't realise like when you were a kid and you looked at these games and you were like wow those graphics are amazing and actually when you look at them now you know ten years down the line it's like looking at the inside of a kaleidoscope <coughs> like I can't make out what's going on at all I'm yeah, just yeah. like what is happening <laughs> um, but I, yeah I started playing Oni um, Musha on, on mm. the Switch last night the re-release of that Uh not updated the graphics, have they? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. Not even bothered. Don't no even care. Don't no, just just it's just Musher. Yeah. Plain and simple, mate. Plain and simple. Like Do you like Oni Musha? Yeah there it is. Do you want Onny Musha? There it is, mate. Play it on the move, mate. Yeah. Have a go at that. Yeah. I imagine they'll do the same with Dragon's Dogma Capcom because they are money grabbers oh, to just. a degree but, credit but Resident, to Evil Resident Evil, me, Evil 2
1: yeah. does not feel like a bit of a money grab no. although I will say of uh, game um, mm. local salesmen I say local salesmen British salespeople <laughs> who bought out Game Station I think they bought out Game Station anyway way back well then. they combined yeah that's what I remember I think they yeah. sort of like bought them and then was like we're combine, combining combining quote unquote. Yeah. i.e. we're shutting all this we're down we're killing you yeah in fact that happened when I was working for GameStation because mm. they were the people who uh, instructed us to get rid of all of our retro stuff because they didn't want to sell retro games anymore because GameStation that was one of their big selling points is that you could buy brand new stuff but you could also get mm. and you could also trade in your retro stuff yep. to get money and and I, it was always brilliant because as a retro game collector at the time not so much anymore you used to get them in for like dirt cheap and they used to uh, GameStation's deal was if it was under 10 pounds it was buy one get one free uh. So, you used to scan in Mega Drive games, and it would come up as like, you know, 99p trade. Um, yeah, 99p trade, which means it was 199 to sell. So, you would sell it for 199, buy one, get one free. Pick it. I, I, my Mega Drive game collection like grew Shop immeasurably yeah. because I was, ba- I was able to buy games for so cheap. And the same with the Dreamcast as well, apart from when I bought like Shenmue and things like that because mm. they were quite expensive. Um, but you then got a staff discount. Ah the genius or and this is actually a bit bad baron I, I will review i mean i've not worked there for nickham like, i've not worked there for 20 odd well not 20 odd years but like nearly upwards of 15 years i'm gonna tell there. the management i'm
0: gonna w you into this non-existent shop if you could track down my <laughs> yeah. manager
1: who's i can't remember what his real name was we used we just used to call him nigel because he looked like a nigel <laughs> but it wasn't his real name but he loved that he didn't um i can't remember what his real name was but anyway you if something didn't scan mm it would come up and say barcode not recognized. That means that again we'll trade again for 99p, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough. But the idea was that you are supposed to be knowledgeable enough that if it's a game that comes in that you know is worth more than 99p trade, you do it for what you know you can actually sell the product at. Right. So for example, Panzer Dragon Saga that came in with all four discs, which is not easy to find, that's pricey. Like you're sending that for 130 quid, like second hands mm. at a at a minimum, that came in once and I did scan it at ninety nine p, and I knew the person selling it did not know its worth. No, but I'm a decent guy, so I traded it in at ten pounds so I could buy it for twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you... Little scamp, oh, little little you, scamp. You, you... Rat. I know. Like blood I don't I do not feel good about this. <laughs> I've never felt good about
0: well, that. Well, he shouldn't have been trading it in in the first place.
1: But that would be an argument that I would make. Mm. Um but I You do- keep that forever. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. You hoard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in your hoard. I do feel bad about that to this day. Luke's offense.
0: goal in life is to be the Smog of games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> climbing over a <laughs> Drive game, which, by the way, <laughs> would be so uncomfortable because there's all the yeah. jagged, like, dual yeah. case. Ow, 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 ow.
0: they will have a pit of DuckTales games, <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck's money pit. <laughs> um,
1: I can't remember where we were going with that story. now. Nowhere, uh, I don't think it was it. A... Oh, game! That was talking about game! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. They printed out five receipts hmm. for buying this game five receipts i mean that's a waste of paper right mm. and like two of those receipts are do you want to trade it in do you yeah. and then and what well, like, if you trade it in now you'll get this much i was like mate i've literally just bought Loose it in the like, cellophane why are you trying to get me to like mm. <laughs> i haven't even read the instruction manual that doesn't exist <laughs> why are you getting me to trade this in now um but it's very good as a game mm. I'm inter- i am into. i'm interested in playing it but yeah. i am also a, a, a frady cap so yeah i I don't think i'll be very good i've not got far i think i've played it in total for about an hour Mm. i think because when you pause it you can see how long you've been playing the game for so my game time i think is about an hour and i've not got very far because i'm not very good um but i think my biggest issue i have and i'm i'm thinking i'm going to restart which is good because i'm not that far in (laughs) And i'm doing the leon campaign at the moment but i might try the claire one just to see what that's like as well i also imagine it'll probably be slightly easier Mm -hmm. and i'm also going to put it onto the easy mode because i'm playing at the moment on standards it's meant to be quite hard the remake they've made it difficult and and it's not just that it's it's hard in terms of like or you know it's it's a solid game to play because like Mm. the way that they do it is just like this is for you know long-term players of the franchise which i am i've been playing the you know franchise since day dots and i love the resident evil franchise my my issue is less that it's a difficult game to play. I can't aim. Right. In modern day gaming, and I had this problem with Uncharted. I can't aim, unless you've got like a lock-on feature. No oh, god. And on easy mode, or they call it assisted, it's auto aimed. Ah right. Okay. So I think I might go back and restart it on assisted mode because then I probably which won't is true to the Resident Evil Life as
0: well. If it's like that's true to number two at least. Yeah. I just I just think I would get frustrated quickly playing because i've played all the resident evil games but i did play through one two and three with someone who literally knows all of them inside out so the game just involved them going now go here yeah. open this door, in there there's <laughs> this thing you will use that later for this, there's a zombie here, you don't have to shoot it, just run past and yeah. it felt very calming to have basically a tom-tom guiding me <laughs> through the game uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I imagine that I, on my own I would just be like, Hua! I'll just yes. get sucked in and I just, I don't, the problem is I also I think like, it's one of those things where there just isn't a time there's, there's certain things in life where there isn't a time that you feel like is appropriate to play it and mm-hmm. you just never find that moment and I find like going to work all day going home i want to relax i want to stick on a game that i like you know i don't even like go home and play smash bros or anything because i find it hypes me up a bit too much resident evil is like that's peak. That, that's like peak like um, yeah. why would i go home and make myself anxious like <laughs> i don't i don't need that so like you know you get time on the weekend maybe but then you've you've got all these other things you need to do on the weekend so you probably get an hour so like it's going to take me years to complete this game it's the same as i had two different copies of uh, 12 Years a Slave on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. And I got the first one when it when it came out in that in that season when like after all the buzz about it after it won all the awards, bought the DVD. Couldn't find the moment where I was like, "Oh, want to make myself cross." Yeah. <laughs> "Oh, how do I feel today?" But in that in that time I was bought another version, so I had two unopened versions of 12 Years a Slave. I had 24 years <laughs> a slave that I wasn't watching. <laughs> And when I did finally watch it, I was like, oh, that made me exactly as cross as I imagined. And I (laughs) puffed around the house for a bit. And I was like, well, this is exactly why
1: I wouldn't watch it. I'll never watch it again. Yeah. I refuse. Which I think is fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Right. Well, we've got to get out of here because we've got a really busy day. Ollie and I are going to record the um, Saturday Wrestle Ramble very shortly. But also the music video Punishments. Music that we've got to do for coming last or joint last in the Wrestle League. So we're going to go record that today. So that's going to be a good fun time. Ooh. Also, we need to go have some lunch. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that is all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Saturday with the magazine show talking about that Dean Ambrose news and kind of looking a bit more into that, along with your crap gimmicks and mailbag questions. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.